Ew. Smells like it's time for another Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Hello. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy is right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> Hello, Paul. <laughs> Excellent. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Um, so, what's going to happen this episode? Well, I'm having to sort of, um, juggle the schedules today because originally I, I, I was going to be recording with Toppy, but I don't know what's happened because I think um, Ick got delayed and didn't didn't just didn't show up. I don't know if that was a deliberate thing. Probably, uh, he's probably taken Toppy out for a nice lunch or something, um, just so he could be late. But I, don't worry, I was originally going to be recording two separate episodes, and now. Um, we've still got the second one. Warren, one's, Warren's going to be showing up. There's a, there's a whole lot of things going on. I mean, it may or may not be causing trouble, but we we, we the other day, Yeti Uncle John came up with this great idea about because um, he's got you know how he's got all those um, all that merchandise and all that sort of thing, and we thought we we might have a couple of sort of like um, bric-a-brac type sales, and also we're not that long off Easter, so we thought we could have like an Easter sort of bric-a-brac sale, make a bit of money, then we could sort of treat it to something really nice that we haven't got a lot of ready cash around, but we've all got loads of junk we can get rid of, and then we can surprise it with. I don't know if it'll help, but it may help. So we might be having this bric-a-brac sale and. And, and obviously, Warren is, said he'd help because he's good at moving things. He has shoulders and everything. And um, <laughs> who's that? Oh, I don't, don't worry. Um, and um, uh, yeah, so so um, <laughs> what I was saying now. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, yeah. So uh, let, we'll run the theme music, and then we we will come back. I'm sure Warren and I will talk about TV and everything. So anyway, let's run that theme music, and when we when we um, um, come back, uh, Warren sh- she'll be here. And yeah, okay, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Uh, I'll go anyway from Total. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. I love the Yeti test. It's my favorite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight than crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all green and meaty. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. Oh, there we go.
go right so there's, there's lots of things to t- tell you i was just lucky I, I was going through things to keep whether well, i'm not very good at throwing things out i found this really good book called horror shows and i was gonna i've kept it aside because i thought well i thought toppy would be interested in it but um i also thought that warren would be interested in it because we talk about horror sometimes but um it's really it must be quite old it must be about 30 years old this book but uh, um but anyway yes yeah, so we're just kind of waiting around for for, for warren to show up. i hope um i hope he hasn't been um brought here by ick i, I I would have thought he would have driven here. He, he can drive. He, uh, well, I mean, he can walk if he had to walk, but just uh, kind of kill time. Um, but uh, yes, well, so we're going to have this Easter fair in, in a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Uncle John's been, well, you know, he, he's been. Are you going to let me in? Oh, 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 uh, Warren. Oh, sorry, Warren's outside. Hello, Warren. Come in, come in. Hello, Paul. Coattails in the door there. He fell over my own feet. I'm good at that. It takes good skills to fall over in a straight line. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for Hello, showing young, up. Hello, young Mr. Yeti. How are you? Oh, not too bad. You're looking younger to... every day. Let me uh, give it's, it's... Give me chops. <laughs> silly. Um, I, I, um, thank you very much for coming and helping me. Uh, I, I, uh, you know, um, I, I thought... the Mohican care haircut. It's it's just it's just CGI. Don't worry. Ah. Um, I'm trying to find a few things to put to this this bric-a-brac sale. You know that we're doing this afternoon, um, but we'll have time for t- talking about TV as well whilst you're here. But, okay. um, but there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of news. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. I want to show you this book. Uh, it's, it's a book. I don't think I can throw away. It's trouble. It's called Horror Shows. It's by Jean with a G. Jean Wright. Um, and um, it's from when was it from 1986? This book. And, uh, I'd and, a, I'd have been a teenager. Yeah, I, I'd have been in, 13. I'd have been, script. I'd have been just about um, to a teenager, but uh, I, I, there's lots. I just opened at a random page. Look, Night Monster, 1942, US Universal, 73 minutes, black and white. Doctors stranded in a formidable old mansion, a victimized. Oh, Hello? sorry. Oh, Toppy, hey. come in. What, let him in, let him in. Let him in. Oh. Oh, oh, Toppy, come in. Oh. Hi, Warren. Hey, how, how are you doing? doing? Hi, oh, Paul. Tyre? Oh, what happened? I thought you were supposed to be here about two hours ago. Well, I, listen, don't ask me. Ick decided that he needed to go around Alpha Centauri and Earth 50 times before dropping oh. me off. It's almost, Paul, it's almost mm. like he was delaying my arrival. But that can't be. Uh, no, no. Intergalactic greyhound for you, isn't it? It's quite yeah. possible. It's quite possible the way the way he's been recently. Um, well, it's fine. Well, I, I I always knew that trying to get two sessions of recording in one afternoon was going to be. My, there's no reason you're here now, so um, you just have to be involved in, in what what Warren and I were going to be doing. Um, I, I you oh. know we, we we were we were going to we, we we can we can do our, we can do our other recording another time. Um, okay. I hope I hope you don't mind. Um, I mean we're going to you'll you'll like it because we're going to be having a bric-a-brac sale um we're trying to raise money like to do something special for ick so he so he doesn't you know so he signs his contract and comes back to us but oh all right my um, my 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 wallet uh i didn't bring any that oh, brick and brick. no it's fine no no it's fine it's fine you didn't know it's fine um but but uh i bought a brick 
uh, but I well, think that came off your wall outside. Well, I've got a few bracks, but we we can uh, you can just help out with the tea stall or or or, or, or you know people will like it. It's always good to have a um, it's always good to have a celebrity. It's something like that. So uh, um, we we got we it's, it's, you know we've got, we we can yeah we we definitely get more people coming if if they know Toppy Smelly's going to be there. So yeah, at least yeah, I could say uh, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm representing America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, maybe I'll keep that under my hat. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I like I think, your hat, though. I like your hat. Thank you. I, look, I found this book called Horror Shows. It's got lots of old. I was just telling Warren about Night Monster, a film from 1942. Okay. Um, it, it it was it was helmed by the same the director Ford Beebe, who did Flash Gordon's Trip to Mars and Buck Rogers. Um, it had um, it's got Bella Lugosi in it, and oh, I love a bit of Bella Lugosi. It, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I can't give this book away. I was trying to find things. I, I was saying to Warren Toppy, it's difficult to, you know, I'm such a hoarder. It's difficult to get rid of a book like this. Um, I'm yeah. sure I, I was going to show. We, I want to keep this aside because we, we might talk more about this in an, in another episode on another day. Uh, so um, I, I've also got. I found all these different quiz games like. I, that I never opened and and um I you know because we do quizzes on the show I was thinking that uh, I was going to I was going to do a big game of quizzing and stuff but I, I think I'll just stop, stick those back in I think we're going to do more than one um brick of brack sale anyway so um I'll, I'll keep I'll just put these back and then um, right. we, we can try we can try because I wanted to try some of the quiz questions on you and 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 but, but, We've run out of time for doing that, so I'm just going to keep it for one of the later pick of rack sales, and I'll I'll keep this book as well, and we can we can talk about that another time. But I got news, I got news. Um, oh, okay. Yeti Uncle John said he wanted to uh, he's gonna, he was going to pop over uh, before we go to the um um the pick of rack sale because um, I, I think you I, d- I don't remember if you've met him, Toppy, but um, Coconut Jim's going to be here. You know, remember, you you probably heard about him. He, he, he's, I have. He's a little bit. Well, it's a bit. He's played by two different actors. I'm never. Sh- uh, well, I mean, I mean, two different people. I, I don't know how it works. I don't think. Okay. He's- oh well. Anyway, you might see. You might meet him twice, and he'll be different. All right, um, would, would, uh, Paul. Would you just excuse me a minute, War- Warren? Can I talk to you over here? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Warren. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why is Paul so scatterbrained today? What's going on? I don't know. There's something afoot, isn't there? There's something going on. He's um. He's he's. He's uh, rearranging his deck chairs in his head, isn't he? I think so. He's very distracted or something. He did say he was breaking a, a, a new pair of boxer shorts. It, it could be oh. causing interference. Okay. All right. That's probably Good. it. Yeah, but well, chafing. All right. Well, <clears throat> oh, <laughs> and Paul, you were saying. I can hear you now. Anyway, look, um, what I've, so I've got news. So, yeah, well, oh, yes, yeah, Uncle John's coming over. He's got... Because obviously he's using this as an excuse to get rid of stuff that he's had in the store. Goodness knows, I don't think people might buy because it's for charity or for ick. But um, he, apparently he's he's got some new invention and um, a new form of toothpaste or something or new brand. But it's gonna we're just gonna have to be polite when we try. It. He wants us to try it. <laughs> it's not that toothpaste made of cheese, is it? Oh, <laughs> I told you. Oh, lovely. Well, I think it. I think it might. Be, yes, oh. uh, we have to. We just have. I've forgotten. I told you, Toppy. To be honest, um, look, uh, yes, it might well be that. Um, so we just have to smile and 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 
Then makes going a green. great snack, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's this toothpaste idea. I, I don't like. To, I don't like to sort of, you know, what embarrass him. Jesus, is it gorgonzola? It's like, like, like the Primula type stuff. You know, the stuff you get at supermarkets. It's, it, he, he thinks. He seems to think he's just put new labels on. I think. I mean, why? Why couldn't he have sold it as cheese? Perhaps I, he likes the taste of cheese. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's been. Um, I think he's been working on. Um, uh, you know, inventing a new type of toothbrush as well. So I guess ah. that's why why it is. But I don't know. That's all under wraps still. But uh, I need to tell you some other news. Um, what don't you know? Uh, uh, both of you. I mean, Toppy's been here more recently, but but Warren, things lots of things have happened since you were last here. We had a demon for a start, but anyway, they've gone. But um, uh, what, what else has happened? Um, well, we had this thing recently where uh, uh, we we had Chinese food and we all had fortune cookies and. Um, Weird thing is that they were kind of true. Well, mine said um, you, you don't, you won't be bored. Adventures on their way, which with me they usually are on this show. But Cromarty um, <laughs> uh, had one that said your life is going to change, and I think he used that as a. Sometimes these things they're almost self fulfilling, aren't they? You you get something, you think oh, uh, and then you almost make the thing happen. Or if you're that mindset well um, i had a i had a, a fortune cookie with uh, andrew and lisa literally oh, yesterday we had oh. a chinese meal and uh, i um i ate my piece of paper literally oh. did quite by accident i forgot oh, there was yeah. a message inside it and i ate it. And I said, <laughs> oh my this gosh, is a bit stringy so you might have to you might have to wait for a while to find out what it was yeah <laughs> it might affect the outcome <laughs> oh, i'm a bit worried <laughs> okay he says you need to wash your hands after you've read this. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so go to Moss Bros. Yeah. Oh well. Um, uh, so I'm afraid Cromarty kind of read his um, message as a sort of he he called the called time on his relationship with Milo, which I mean I think. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think some of the conversations you had with him, Warren, has made him stand up for himself. And to be fair, Milo was he was very pick and, pick, picky and choosy with him. Like, oh, he called him up when he fancied seeing him. And they were supposed to be a proper couple. And so I think Cromarty had been putting up with that for a while. And I think after, after talking with you, not only is he standing up to to to, um, to, uh, to big, Uncle John. It's a big but, world. He needs to get out there. It's a big world. There's yeah. lots of people out there. Uh, so so that's gone on. So if he's a little bit sad, it's because he's he, he's still a little bit yeah, about that. He's a little uh, bit worn over that. Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, of course. Oh, um, Tallulah. We found out was possessed by a demon. I mentioned that sort of. Um, you know that doesn't surprise me. Well, no, really, it doesn't surprise me. No, she. Yeah, her hands. Definitely her hands. Yeah, they're far yeah. too big. Yeah, well, that, that, <laughs> I, well, well, I mean, it's when 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 you turned up for, for, for like she is she is like head of your fan club or one of the heads of the fan club, most dedicated member of the fan club. Um, the only but, member uh, of the fan club. Well, no, Bettina. This Bettina too. Oh, of course, um, it's Bettina. Yes. Yeah, um, but um, well, anyway, the demon's gone, and um, Tulu's got herself a new boyfriend called Reginald, who. Um, uh, he, he seems very nice. Martin's a little bit s- sort of sniffy. Martin, he's a little bit uh, sort of unsure about the whole thing. But I think he's just being protective because you know she's had a busy few months. What we're being possessed by the demon. Um, and um, the other thing I've got to tell you about. Oh yes, uh, Uncle John is very excited. Not only has he got his toothpaste thing, but um, his 
fortune cookie, it said that um, uh, he, he, he was um, about to have a happy um, event occurring in his home. And oh. I, I, th- I thought, oh, what does he mean by that? Because, and, and, of course, I sort of think of this as being his home. But to be fair, um, he said, no, no, I think it's the magpie hut because that is kind of also his home. Yeah, and spent a lot of time there. Yeah, yeah. Sure enough, we went over there. Six little baby magpie eggs. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, it's possible. Scrambled or fried? Uh, no, no. no <laughs> can't be. No, that would upset him. Um, ah. They're all potential because to him they're all potential uh, geniuses, uh, because as you know, you may know, uh, the magpies have, have proved themselves as quite competent artists. Uh, a little bit naughty at times, but uh, as far as copying other artists, but um, he's, he kind of sees these baby ones when they hatch as you know maybe they're, they're, they will also have the same talent or maybe a different talent. But uh, um, but apparently it takes well there can't be enough talent in the world. No, it, it, apparently it takes 18 or 19 days for them to hatch, and this occurred a, a week or so. So there's a possibility that it, uh, towards the end of this episode, the eggs might even hatch. I mean, it would be a weird coincidence, but... Uh, it would uh, be. But, you know, these things sometimes happen on podcasts, don't they? So, yeah. Um, uh, Paul, Paul, Paul mm. would, would, would you just excuse me, please? Um, sure. Warren, Warren yeah, can, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go over here. Okay, you can't hear us over here. Um, have you understood a word he's been saying? I, I, I think he's been drinking. I think what? he's drinking some fizzy water. I, 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 I've seen this happen before. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an overabundance of subplots. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, but anyways, I guess we'll just have to keep humoring him. I do, don't know. Do, do you know, I think he's keep because he's keeping his hand in his pocket, he might have writer's cramp, which would explain yeah. that as well, wouldn't he? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, I wonder where your Uncle John is, because he said he was going to, you know, because we're, we're not long before this whole bric-a-brac thing. So, I mean, I'm glad it was set up. McCrobity uh, 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 and the others were, 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 were setting it up earlier. So we haven't had to do any shifting about. But I can't see him. I wonder if I should call him. Well, Look, I don't um, know. Is he sitting on the eggs to hatch them? No, I don't oh, know. Well, well, I hope not. Gosh. Is he sitting there with a little little heater warming them up? Yeah, it could be. It could be distracted. There's a lot going on. I mean, the, the bric-a-brac sale is happening outside the magpie hut. So, uh, oh, of um, course. Which, which is very, very convenient because, you know, who knows if they might hatch. But uh, I thought he wanted to try his toothpaste, cheesy toothpaste. Um, but, look, look, we could talk about some TV. I mean, uh, Top Toppy, I know you, you won't necessarily know all these TV programs, although I, I was looking down the list and there's definitely mention of a few US shows that made their debut. So I, I think actually it'll, it'll be more relevant than you realize. So, All right. Uh, well, in any case, I always like learning about mm. uh, new UK shows, new to me. Well, of course, we haven't done them in order. We've done them randomly, but it's got to the stage where um, if I didn't note them down, we'd forget which years we'd done. So I, I've got to the stage where um, I, I used to ask Warren what, what which year he would like, but I, I'm having to do the choosing myself now because only I, only I remember. I have brain fog. <laughs> well, I would otherwise, but I didn't write it down. But anyway, we're going to do 1975 to start with. Um, we'll probably do two years. Five start. years old. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, Warren, you're so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was even, I was. Uh, I was about just over a year old. So. 
Yeah, I had just started shaving. No, (laughs) no, you hadn't. No, well, no, you haven't. Well, you could have actually. Actually, I I, I I done my left leg. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I, I think I did have an electric shaver by then. Actually, yeah, think about it because you were about eleven or something. (laughs) I was an early bloober, precocious young man. Yes. No, no, you're an early developer, were you? Well, in 1975 in Britain, the 2nd of January, the police drama The Sweeney premieres on ITV with John Thor and Dennis Waterman. Toppy, do you remember Inspector Morse? Have you heard of Inspector Morse? Well, yeah, he would come across this barber and he would constantly find people baked in Sweeney's pies. That's what I, every episode was about a different pie, right? Well, Do I have yeah. that right? No, right, you're spot on. It's about a, a pie salesman uh, who who lived in, in South London, okay. in the dark areas of South London, and he was used he was used to using the bodies of Dextor's um, obviously a different yeah. episode that I've seen. Well, John Thor also played a detective called Inspector Morse in the 80s and 90s and maybe <laughs> early Morris. Yeah. Um, Dennis Waterman, he was in lots of other shows, but I don't know how many of them crossed the pond. So I, I'd, say, I'd say the best com, um, comparison would be the streets of San Francisco, but without yeah. the beautiful backdrop. <laughs> oh, yes. A Quinn Martin production. Oh, yes. <laughs> Probably like those. The, inva- the Invaders. That would be a great crossover, wouldn't it? Streets of San Francisco meets The Invaders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, and then it'll turn out that Carl Malden's nose is really oh, an, yeah. an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, I've always thought his nose was alien. I've mm-hmm. never met, I've never seen anybody else with a nose like Carl's. Carl's no. fantastic. Neither have I. It explains everything. Yeah. No. Um, now, now this, this um, there were cutbacks. There were, there were financial troubles in 1975 on the BBC. Um, on the 6th of January, due to financial cutbacks at the BBC, BBC One scales back its weekday early afternoon program, programming. Consequently, apart from schools programmes, adult education and live sport, the channel now shows a trade test transmission between 2pm and the start of children's programmes. I and don't when, remember any adult programmes in the afternoon. I don't remember. They were always after midnight, yeah, the adult yeah. programmes. I've heard, no, not adult program oh right uh, um, Um, but then actually children's tv started about three o'clock so that's only all they're they're talking about is perhaps you know like uh, an hour so it's not quite as dramatic as it sounds you used to tune in and there used to be these color bars on the screen in the high-pitched squeal and then it used to stop and they go this is bbc television and now it's time for our children's programs Hmm. well it, it would have been simpler if they just got rid of all the sports ball shows. Yeah. 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 Apparently, um, and, and BBC two begins fully closing down on weekdays between 1130 AM and 4 PM. So they're doing even less. But, uh, now, uh, seriously, do we know why they pulled back like this? Was it a matter of funding money or it what was, was it? Just, it just, just say due to financial cutbacks. So, hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I, they I need don't... some more soap. <laughs> how early did they have um how, how how early did they have like breakfast tv do they they have breakfast oh, tv breakfast, in america don't they yeah well they have it in america they have it in america oh. we we didn't get it till 83 so oh yeah we had a um oh gosh you know actually breakfast tv goes all the way back to uh the the late 50s 
Um, the Today Show, I think, started way the hell back then. And then uh, eventually all the networks had a morning show. We call them morning shows, but yeah. It's a mixture of news, entertainment, interviews, pretty light stuff. Because they've just celebrated the 40th anniversary of Breakfast TV this like this this last week. Do they actually come on and say, and now some Breakfast TV? I believe so. They also made the news because one of the most famous um, presenters, Selena Scott, who I think went to America. I don't know what channel she worked on. Um, she, she was on Breakfast TV and she had a pretty awful time of it. And she said she didn't want to sell it. She it wasn't something she wanted to celebrate and it made the news that she'd said that so i mm. i always wondered where she went afterwards because she was very high profile over here because she used to yeah. be in the news as well didn't she but yeah. um she changed channels didn't we because we only had three channels 75 and yeah. um but even when they had breakfast television in the early 80s um it wasn't we had this we had TV AM was ITV's um, mm. equivalent to the BBC's breakfast time. And that followed on about six months later. And there, um, I always remember their logo. Do you remember their logo? Port? It was a giant egg, oh, yeah. an egg cup with yeah. a date on it. And um, as, the, as, as the years went on, there'd be this collection of egg cups at the end mm. credits with dates on them to remind mm. you how long it'd been going for. Huh. Now this is definitely one that Toppy will um, will, will have, have some uh, some opinion on. Um, okay. On the twenty fifth of February, nineteen seventy five, BBC One began showing the American Western family drama Little House on the Prairie, starring ah. Michael Landon. Do, do you know how? Do we know when it started? Was it? it wanted, I want to say seventy three. Yeah, because didn't you cover it on Matinee News like the first episode or something? And I think uh, we we covered the Waltons. You might be thinking of that. <clears throat> oh right, yes. We haven't covered Little House in the Prairie. That was a great show. Michael Landon was completely in charge of that, and of course he played the lead. And he had gotten so much experience on twenty years or what, whatever of Bonanza. Oh yeah. That. He understood by that time completely that Little House on the Prairie could tackle huge dramas. They could tackle a humor show. They could do just about anything. And he used that to his advantage because there are some really lighthearted episodes that are just cute as can be and funny. And then there are some of the most dramatic moments uh, on television. Uh, where the stakes are high, and uh, he totally understood that, and so it was a great mix. I mean, and it's no wonder it ran for something like eleven years. Yeah, I, I think that a program like that is amazingly flexible because um, we we see it over here as a very like twee um, family show, but there are there's some really meaty episodes in there, uh, and you and you forget the flexibility of a show like The Waltons and Little House on the Prairie. But what I want to know is. Did they all fall down that hill together, or were they? <laughs> were they pushed? <laughs> you know, they they pretty much did. They pretty much did fall down that hill, and they skinned their knees, and and uh, they had to just grin and bear it. And it was the beginning of a nightmare for those children actors. <laughs> Every night, having to run to the top of the hill to throw themselves off of it. And the funny thing is, Ma and Pa are up there in the 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 the, the carriage, and they're just smiling and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame. Just no, they're holding uh, them up to the real knocks of life. 
Just as an example, one of the ones I remember the most was a terrifying, and I really mean it, it was terrifying episode of Little House on the Prairie because these wild dogs had come into a pack and Ma and Pa had gone away someplace and left the girls uh, alone and the dogs terrorized the children for an entire episode, trapped them in a barn and the, the the dogs are trying to dig in, and they're digging under to try to, and they're trying to get. My God, it was like, oh, holy crap! It was like Jaws. It was, uh, anyways. Yeah. It started with a. Uh, I was looking at the the information here. It started with a. It, 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 it was a song. That's a song. It was film. There was a pilot movie or or TV movie of the week, which was actually it was recorded early in 1973, but it wasn't shown until. March seventy four, um, and then the the full season um, started. First season started in September seventy four, and it ran until uh, eighty uh, eighty three, um, and it was not nine seasons. But then there were some other movies afterwards. Um, yeah, I remember but, when it came first started over here. It was really revolution seen as really revolutionary and huh. quite something we weren't expecting at all. Huh. It wasn't too much of a it didn't take too long to get over here then. If it's, it was probably came yeah. over here about a year after, probably once they had one, I guess once they had a full season in the can and they were kind of maybe showing the second season, they knew, well, right, we've got one season we can, uh, um, we, we can set. So I think later yeah. in later years, it was, um, it was stuck in the on. post and it didn't come by airmail, did it? It oh, came yeah. across in the boat, I think. And it took a little while to get over here. Cause hmm. I, I sort of remember it being, shown perhaps on channel four in the eighties. Uh, like, uh, 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 I mean, that seemed to be the natural home for a lot of repeated. Yeah. Early, early 1980s when channel four started up, they ha- obviously <coughs> hadn't made any programs by them because they hadn't yeah. got their license to make programs. So yeah, we, we had a lot of either old, um, British TV or a lot of imported American TV, yeah. but it was good. It was, it was good. They were very, very, careful about what they shown so it was always good quality mm. um nothing much happened so nothing much happens in march 1975 there are some things but they look yes it did it was my birthday i'm sorry i got uh-huh. a wind up fire engine uh-huh. <laughs> we could have made a tv series all about that um <laughs> it made a siren noise as it went along <laughs> um it's just stuff about cable tv i can tell you about it the bristol channel closes in march i don't know what that is what's the bristol channel the bristol channel is the channel or oh, a tv channel or the or or the actual physical <laughs> channel well i imagine it's a, some sort of tv channel i've never heard of oh, the bristol well, channel's the river that goes through bristol yeah no 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 it was all about bristol board and oh, how uh, you make it and right. it was fascinating well um <laughs> What's Bristol board? The Bristol board is something people draw and make art of. Uh, right, okay. Yeah. I, I uh, every day's a school day. Well, um, on, in April, we, the premiere of Edward VII, the drama series made by ATV in 13 one-hour episodes based on a biography, uh, uh, on a biography of Edward, Edward, the, VII. Edward yeah. VII. Yeah, it was a sequel to Edward VI. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but were, it was always going to be more disappointed than Edward yeah. the Sick, wasn't it? They were gonna, <laughs> the, the, I guess they were, they're going to say it was never the. It's not like the original, is what everyone one, was saying. Best one was Edward. Uh, Edward was the best, and they're just making more and more, uh, more and more spin-offs and stuff. Like, I thought they're doing a seventh one. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, 
we had oh uh, Meg Richardson, Noel Gordon, played by Noel Gordon, married Hugh Mortimer, played by John Bentley on the soap opera Crossroads. Um, that, Didn't uh, come to a sticky end. Not sure, quite possibly. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I only know bits about Crossroads. Crossroads, Toppy, is one of our less um, prestigious um, soap operas, ah. but it ran oh, no, for a long no, time. No, 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 I disagree with you. It was cheap and it was tacky and it yeah, was widely set, but I mean, we people like that. absolutely loved it. They, they Like yeah. a lot of, um, um, of soap opera stars, the, the, the public over here just couldn't get enough mm. of, of soap opera stars. They were They were held as... Um, almost like film stars. It was quite bizarre because they came into your house sometimes nearly every day mm-hmm. and, stole about, 20, and stole 30 minutes of your life you would never get back. We ran yeah. about 24 <laughs> years, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Only, yeah. Uh, question question uh, about your soaps. Uh, so our soaps would air like sometimes from noon till four. What, when did your, did, were your soaps prime time or what, where did, when did they air them? Most of them were most of them are prime time. That if they're produced by the companies, the only one, the ones that I like, the, the Australian ones tend to be shown more like um, tea, sort of tea time, or the sometimes they get a repeat and they were yeah. around lunchtime and then. But, but they're not. They're not. They're, was tea time, wasn't it? Because it was just yeah. before the news, and then yeah. things like our, our store was like Coronation Street or um, East Enders would all be mainstream seven o'clock prime time but the, yeah. the, in the modern day when they have like soap awards it made me it used to make me cross because um like the australian soaps wouldn't be taken as seriously as the eastenders or the or, or the Corno street because they weren't shown at prime time but if you actually watch the the finished product the australian soaps had good locations they, they were they looked slick they look and yet ours in recent years have looked very shoddy and they didn't cope with the pandemic very well australia was was kind of actually known known for they were they were some of the first tv shows to um um to, to kind of cope with the pandemic and uh, people and like english english shows were turning to them and to ask how they managed it so yeah mm-hmm. how, how, how did how did they do over in the states toppy with um producing sort of regular tv programs during the pandemic well uh they had to halt i mean there was a period where you know just nobody knew what the hell was going on and they were on strict lockdown but once that strict lockdown start uh happened uh they started figuring out how to do things in fact a whole new industry came up which is that a studio could hire this I guess you'd call them consultants and the studio depended on these consultants to come in and make their workspace safe. Wow. And a lot of them hired these, this burgeoning, you know, industry. uh, And and they said, we're going to, we're going to leave it all up to you guys to establish protocol and keep us on it. And so that's what happened. And they devised uh, again, more early on than not, they devised ways of shooting things so that there were very few people there. And, for example, if maybe there were two or three characters, they'd shoot it so that they were just shooting one character at a time to keep them isolated. They really went to extremes because they were everyone was terribly worried, like, this is this is it. This is going to break us, you know. We, we can't sell, we can't 
put these shows on the air. We can't sell our soap and we can't make money. And then, you know, like everywhere, restrictions just sort of went bye-bye. And I think they're still following them. I, I bet you anything, the protocol is still, you know, we're going to mask up <clears throat> and things like that. But it's it's become easier. But that first six months, boy, they, they were, bam, shut down. Wow. Um, over here, um, you could tell it was filmed in... Um lockdown conditions because there'd be a street scene and somebody would be inside the house and somebody would be shouting through the window Ah, (laughs) or they'd meet on the street and they'd almost you could almost see them getting out their ruler to see how far (laughs) they were make sure they were two meters away okay was the australian ones you were like well, the trouble is, we're so they some of them were, drank lots of beer and didn't well, care. Okay. <laughs> away. Well, a couple of times, like in cafes, like because they have like sets that, that are cafe or restaurant, they just put more foliage to hide the fact you, so you couldn't see that it wasn't a fu- as full as it had been. Where you could see, you used to better see people in the background, and they just made it a bit more sort of disguised the fact that there wasn't the many people on set. But um, but there are other because sometimes, particularly home and away, is a few months behind when we get, and you'd be thinking, are we actually in pandemic recorded episodes yet? Uh, I think a lot of it is because a lot of it is filmed outside on the beach. I guess they just maybe other people, maybe they had people stay locally, and so they were. I don't know. They just they just managed it a lot more sort of seamlessly. Um, One of my colleagues at work <laughs> in, in her downtime is a, is a TV extra or. Oh, that's cool. Film and TV artists, as they call themselves. I call them an extra. But um, she said the pandemic killed any work for extras because Mm. what would happen is, unless they really had to have a crowd, well, a a scene with more than the main players in, they wouldn't have it at all. It would be cut out, completely cut out the shooting script. So Mm. the work that she'd been booked for, they were just being cancelled. Yeah, I will say that one of the interesting things that came around because of all that isolation were that a lot of stars, a lot of creative people that we know, you know, started just posting their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, you know, a lot of them became, you know, uh, arguably even more famous because what they happened to be posting from their own living room was pretty darn entertaining yeah, um, wasn't Will Smith doing something like that wasn't he and, 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 um, but over here we had David Tennant and um, I was going to say Martin Sheen it's not my, my, it's Michael Sheen were, were doing a, a sort of and, podcast uh, show on, on, on Zoom weren't they yeah but it was yeah. slightly fictional wasn't it yeah or it was very fictional but um, and then Toya the singer Toya and her husband were doing videos every weekend um, and which got a lot of people and, and I think probably helped when she also released a, a new album that did much better than things that she'd been releasing yeah. for years. Uh, like a, a really great example over here is, and I can't remember his name, but he recently passed. He was an openly gay actor, character actor that was on a zillion things. And I want to say his first name was Beverly or his last name was Beverly. And, um, you know, he was 60 or 70, but he was just sitting at home doing these and like, you know, they all went viral. He had a southern accent. Oh, gosh, you don't know who I'm talking about, do you? No, but we, maybe, you, maybe you'll remember as we go on. Okay. Um, the, the funny thing before we leave Cross, Crossroads is that um, Noel Gordon was like the matriarch of the series and she was in it 
uh, uh, for quite a long time until she was axed in the early 80s. But they were just about to release a whole box set of of like hundreds of episodes of Crossroads, and it's kind of focused around her episodes. And it's just too much for me. It's, it's I don't think even at its most wacky, Crossroads is quite as wacky as the Australian soaps. So I think it's quite a big commitment to buy it all. So unless it goes down in price, I, I, I think that's probably one purchase too much for me but uh hmm. tempted but uh you know i think we're talking about hundreds of episodes so oh and by the way just one last add-on is that in the mid-70s the networks all tried doing cbs first primetime soaps and they were an hour and they ended up being quite popular of course i'm talking about dallas falcon crest dynasty nuts landing so uh, those are all gone now but there was a good 10 years where primetime soaps were a huge thing here. Mm. Um, oh, it is the person who died, is it... Leslie Jordan. Jordan. Leslie Jordan. Jordan. But he played a character called Beverly on, on a show or something. There you go. That's it. Yeah, it was Leslie Jordan. He just... He he just told these cute stories in his little southern accent, and they went totally viral. And then suddenly, everyone knew who Leslie Jordan was, and he was incredibly. It it boosted his career until his untimely death. Yeah, he was in Will and Grace and uh, uh, playing a character called Beverly Leslie or something. Uh, where was it? Yes, um, we have um, there's a show called The Good Life, a sitcom, which I think was called something else in America, with Richard Briers and Felicity Kendall. That started in April 1975. It was very popular for what was it called? I'm having a look. It was one of the ones that's kind of I'm sure. I went uh, and visited the house. Oh yeah, um, mm. about 20 years ago, where they filmed it, and. Mm. I spoke to the the people who own the house because they were in their garden. I'm sure. I'm sure. They were sick and tired of people coming round, knocking on people's doors, asking, "Is this the house that was in the good life?" So they put a sign up. Go. They put a little plaque. Sorry, on their gate saying, "This is the house they filmed the good life at." Don't knock at the door. Please don't ask about it. (laughs) And they Um, pointed me towards this plaque, and I said, "I'm so sorry." Said, "It's fine." She said. I like it. My husband's really grumpy. He won't tell anyone. He won't talk <laughs> to anyone. Um, I'm sure Matt from Chubbs Gone Wild, he's a big fan of our sort of sitcoms. I'm sure he'll know. It was called Good Neighbours in America. Um, hmm. but uh, yeah, Because apparently there was already um, a short-lived sitcom of, of the same name as The Good Life. Um, but uh, it, it ran for four seasons, but you're talking UK where each season's only seven episodes. There it, were... was, it, it was more a thing. It's an eco um, um, self-sufficiency comedy, wasn't it? About yeah. people who, who left the humdrum of life and decided that, you know, they were going to grow vegetables. and have oh. Although they didn't leave for the country. They still stayed in the city. But they just, oh, yeah. it, was, it was kind of a bit, you kind of think that they would go off and live in the country and do that. But no, they were still living in the, because they had their neighbours who were, Oh, the yeah. very posh, yeah, people yeah. they used to work with. So if you can imagine that sort of um, social scene of a row of houses, and there'd be this one house in the middle of this entire row of houses, which would have vegetables growing in the front of them, and everybody else <laughs> would have wonderful lawns and flowers, and everybody would be sitting around drinking G&T, and they would be up to their ankles in pig poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- there's a couple of other se- series that we should probably... 
I don't think we should speak about them. I'll mention the names and then we'll move straight on. Let's, all we can say is that both of them have um, unfortunate histories. Oh, oh uh, is, is one a, uh, a game show where people put costumes on? No, I don't know. One is one is Jim will fix it, which Ooh, uh, no. as a pro, as a program uh, is as a program. It's what, a wonderful concept yeah. of you writing in as a child, saying, "I would love to." I don't know, eat um, eat, eat drink a milkshake or a thick shake on a on a roller coaster. Roller coaster. I always or, remember things like that. Um, or I'd like to be on Doctor Who, which was one of the fam- more famous yeah. ones, at least in our yeah. community. It's unfortunately um, the host of that. Ended up being a serial paedophile. Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> most seventies children hosts went on for years. Our memories years are destroyed. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Toppy. Most of the hosts of children's TV programs in the seventies yeah. are all, probably all in the same prison or dead. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and the other program that's controversial, and there was a pilot, and then there was a series, but it was never shown. It, it's a program called The Melting Pot with Spike Milligan, which sounds horribly racist or, or potentially racist anyway it didn't get shown so one would suspect they even thought it was at the time but spike milligan was a respected comedian uh, yeah but spike milligan went a bit weird in the 70s he hmm. would um regularly black up wouldn't he to do i think he did, uh, think he did in this which is why yeah. it didn't get shown oh, yeah and you mean like we call that blackface is that what you mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And even then, in the seventies, it was it was being just frowned upon a lot. But he would write very weird, weird sitcoms because he initially he was born in India, wasn't he, with yeah. Irish parents? So often he'd write in his sitcoms. He would be a blatant um, person who's come over from India, who who's got an Irish twang to their voice, huh. and he would be in the full makeup. Uh, but he, oh, but he, so he was known for he was originally known for radio comedy. He so he had the face for radio. Yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't have he wouldn't have had that problem back in the fifties because he was no, he wasn't seen. Uh, <laughs> he, wouldn't be doing, he wouldn't be trying that. Um, but uh, then moving on into July nineteen seventy five, I'm just aware that your uncle John might show up at any minute. So we we need to get through these months. With the bird in the hand, perhaps. Well, I don't know. I think or, or an egg up the. Oh, never yeah, mind. Anyway. <laughs> Um, well, with cheesy toothpaste. Um, that's not a euphemism. Um, oh. um, in July 1975, we've got um, Seaside Special, which I don't really remember. It's like a summer variety show, but I, I know the name. But I, I've been watching some. Oh, right. Yeah. They are as bad as... You're... It's it's a big, what we would have said, a variety, family variety show. And they, they travel around the seaside towns of uh, Britain and they put this big tent up, like a circus tent which is usually what it was. It ended up being a lot of circus acts and you get sort of minor celebrities that would come along. Oh, wow. That sounds, that sounds great. (laughs) You can imagine with all, all the um, lack of excitement and lack of money, the BBC had, um, but they would go and visit these and it would bring huge crowds because we'd have like, um, um, DJs, we'd have TV personalities would appear on it. And it was like gold dust to try and get these things. I can remember when uh, uh, it went to a town near us in 76 and we, we tried to get tickets and there was this just mad flurry for it. But it was just looking upon it now, because it, 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 times change, it does look very sort of cheap and tacky. But mm-hmm. then it was a really massive thing. Uh, seaside special, summertime special, those 
type of program. It, it, it was from, really lovely, actually. It ran from 75 to 79, but then they revived it in 81 and in 82 and then in 87, um, but then it kind of faded away. Um, there's a, somewhat of an equivalent. Um, this show did not travel around, but locals would go to it or be drafted or, or found. And it started around 75, 76, maybe more like 77. But it was called Star Search. Ooh. And that's what it was. It, it was it was a talent show, basically, that that you could audition for and, and you would get a national audience. And it was syndicated. I think that's what it was called, Star Search. And it was one of the first of its kind. Of course, now we have... A whole lot of them, like America has talent and all that jazz. It rings uh, a bell because I think we had a program that um, was copied off of that called in the seventies called Opportunity Knocks, and I believe it's it's from that American idea that we we had Opportunity Knocks over here or Search for a Star. That, that yeah, and th- one I think of those that's, two programs. Well, I think yeah. it comes from yeah. Yeah, I think that's what ours was called with Star Search or something like that. Well, we seem to have done quite a few episodes from the south coast, places like Weymouth and Paul and Bournemouth. And oh, I went to. Uh, uh, we we have various national radio stations: uh, Radio One, Two, and Three, and Four for the BBC in those days. And I went to a Radio One road show in Weymouth. Huh. Uh, and every single person on that stage is now in prison. Um, oh. <laughs> everyone who, who, who was on the radio, again, that's childhood totally destroyed because most of the DJs appearing there were really big names for us kids and teenagers. Mm-hmm. It, it was amazing, but alas, um, nasty things came out about what they did, the nasty things that they did. And oh, uh, most of them are, yeah. Yeah, well, we we uh, we we just had the Catholic Church do that here. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't. I well, can feel uh, the thunderbolt hitting us uh, now. <laughs> the the, uh, the in in July in sort of mid July, ITV debuts our version of Celebrity Squares. Now they have that in the states, don't they? Our version, or that's uh, where it came from. We originally. nicked it from the states. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood squares. Yeah, yeah. A long, 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 long running uh, quiz show. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure I've heard Big Fatty talking about it, and it, it's co- currently on in some form. Even Probably. Now, but, uh, I think Whoopi Goldberg took it over at one point to produce it and keep it going it it changed hands and yeah. there were there were different revivals of it but it was always called hollywood squares and and famously the center square would be always be someone pretty popular and for years oh no i can't think of his name but he was he did all kinds of quiz shows here and he charles nelson riley <laughs> oh yeah yeah, he was the uh, or 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 Paul Lind would be the center square or something like that. Uh, the the original revival or the original version had um, a comedian called Bob Monkhouse who did a lot of uh, um, like quiz games. He also did Family Fortunes, which I'm not sure what the Family Fortunes is called. I'm sure they have a version of that in other countries, but uh, um, but. Uh, Yes, what else happened? Um, I don't know where your Uncle John is. We're going to have to go and find him in a minute. Um, he sat on the nest. <laughs> there's, 
there was something called it was a series of like a horror, horror movie double bills on BBC Two, a series called Midnight Movie Fantastic, which went on to 1983. Um, hmm. I don't really remember. I do remember sort of BBC Two showing things. I'll tell you some of the double bills. So um, the first double bill was the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari and Quatermass Two, but a Hammer film. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Caligari from 1919. I was going to uh, say, uh, they'd have to turn the sound up on that. Wouldn't <laughs> <they? laughs> yeah. um, and then you've got the Telltale Heart from 1960 and the Premature Burial from 61. Um, oh, Noah's, uh, Noah's Ark from 1928. Is that a horror film? <laughs> uh, to, uh, maybe it, is all, it is if you're at the back end of the donkey. Yeah, if, yeah. You the, if you were the third pig in, in the line you're like sorry we don't need to, we don't need you <laughs> um um this island earth and barbarella uh, oh wow uh, the cat and the canary from 39 i was, I was uh, gonna say barbarella would have been fairly modern really for that sort of line that was yeah, I mean, barbarella that late 60s yeah only, that's only sort of seven years old or something at the time there's yeah. there's also a cat and canary i think from the 20s that's silent oh, yeah there's, yeah. there's, and there's also one from I have a version from the 70s or the 80s. I definitely have a more recent. And it's it's so funny because that original Cat in the Canary has all the tropes that were used over and over again. For example, a woman in a haunted house or whatever, and she's scared. And she's standing, and there's a bookcase behind her. And slowly, without her knowing, the bookcase slides open, and a hand comes out to touch her shoulder. And then she walks away, and the hand withdraws, and the bookcase closes. That, I think, maybe... Cat and Canary was the first time that was ever done, and ever since it's been used in everything right up to Scooby-Doo. There's... um yeah, we could probably do a whole episode just on the films that they showed on. On uh, I think I should keep keep this for a uh, for a chatterbox episode. Um, but yeah, that that, that some real classic. Bob Hope did a version as well, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Canary uh, in thirty nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, in August, so we're in August seventy five, and the BBC one, BBC One begins showing the US detective series, The Rockford Files, oh. starring James Garner, and yeah, very popular here. Yeah, that uh, yeah that ran for six years and started in seventy four. So actually, um, I guess we're talking about they must have shown it almost as soon as the first season finished they like right we finished now we're setting it straight over so we got it's it in that August. iconic yeah. opening title isn't it with the answer machine uh, this yeah. is jim rockford i'm not here i take leave your name and message yeah, yeah, I've, got, yeah. I've got some i've got some seasons i haven't watched many. i think uh, also uh might have been one of the first mike post theme songs and he went on oh, to yeah. write themes for so many tv oh, shows yeah hill street blues and such like isn't it yeah yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's so, very prolific. So a few more, a few more things. Uh, I've just had a text from Mitch Uncle Johnny. He's going to be here in about five minutes. So, um, we'll see if we can get these done. September run around. It's a, a long running children's <laughs> game show. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And they're all Mike. in jail. No, I don't, no, no, no he's Mike, not in Mike, jail. He's <laughs> dead. 
He was about one of the few people that wasn't. No, that he, was filmed in our local television studios. Run around. He yeah. is dead. He is dead, though. Isn't he? He's dead, though. He's dead. He was on EastEnders. <laughs> oh, he, went, he went on to EastEnders and then he died. Uh, which, <laughs> I think that tells you a lot about EastEnders. But. He used to be a stand-up comic. In the, yeah. in fact, no, he he appeared. No, he was a stunt man before he became a stand-up comic because he appeared in some um, William Hartnell Doctor Who episodes. Hmm. He, di- he, he died in 2007 and he was, he was only 67 but, uh, but he's what we call a cockney a yeah. true cockney he was pet pet that was the name of his wife the character of his wife was on his tenders that's how he'd sound pet get over here pet it was like he was in the room, genuinely. It was like he was in the room there. <laughs> I have to be careful because my, my mum's called Pat. She might think I'm shouting at her. Um, <laughs> she, might think, uh, she might start thinking, oh, I, I live in a different reality. Oh, um, Pat. Oh, Pat. <laughs> oh, it's more strident than that, though. Pat! Um, (laughs) uh, uh, in september itv begins showing the supernatural children's anthology series shadows that's quite good that's quite a good show i've got all that on dvd i didn't remember it at the time but it's a nice little sort of tales of the unexpected well yeah but for for kids but quite back when they didn't patronize kids and it you know it's probably um yeah pretty scary for its its, its, yeah um, we had a long-running one came in the 80s i think maybe 90s but it was called goosebumps and it was spooky stories for children yeah yeah i I think i have heard of that um later in september well not much later about a day later um space 1999 started being shown um Uh, martin landau i don't know how much later but and you know i don't know 78 maybe 77 we we did um they did syndicate space 1999 over here yeah i know it was i think it was a bit sort of fragmented in the uk um as to what regions shown it i'm sure nick said before now that uh, um he was mentioned on on um things like uh, in magazines and comics that he he read but that they weren't showing it in his area, but mm. no, no. Well, I was going to say um, we used to get ours um, on Saturday morning. It was that sort of replacement for um, going to the movies as kids. Yeah, and of course it was done uh, with those incredibly fabulous model work, miniature oh. model work that just looked so great way before CGI. And um, I think it was done by the same people that, you know, were doing all those puppet shows with miniatures. Uh, some of the models was done by the, the James Bond chap, Derek Meddings. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, the things like the Eagles spacecraft are, are uh. practically built. They look as though they could be used and it yeah. wasn't too much of a flight of fancy. Yeah, no, and it, it looked great. It looks great to this day. Yeah, yeah. On, on the 19th of September, uh, 40 Towers starts. Um, did that go over? That, did that went over to America, didn't it? Or did it? I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I really think, uh, I think maybe public television got a hold of that, and it was shown there. And it was much repeated for many years over here. There's only 12 episodes, but uh, um, 25th of September... It's a show called Animal Quackers, which was intended as a sort of our version of the Banana Splits. I'm really uh, looking forward to you to describe this. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 it was people in the same sort, same sort of 
costumes or, uh, as the banana splits um uh, and but slightly more sinister i got quite addicted ah. to it a few years ago and i didn't ep- you might have heard me talking about it on an episode around the archives um because i bought the dvd and i sort of remembered it a bit because it went on for about three years so i might have been young enough to have seen some of the episodes at the time huh. somebody asked me about that at work the other day about animal quackers i think it was about a month ago now and this guy yeah. goes to me what's uh, how what's animal quackers i said well it's this kids program um i said the best way to describe it is that it was made in the late 60s early 70s it all looks as though they've dropped a very large tab of acid and dressed yeah. up as um in animal costumes <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you just you just described the banana splits. I used to sit there on Saturday mornings and I'd drop acid. And, and <laughs> it looks like just like there'd just been some party and then they had to turn up and they, they turn up wearing the same costumes they wore on Mark Ball or something. Honest to God, I don't, I don't know if it had a plot. I think it was a vehicle to show short cartoons, wasn't it? Yeah, Animal Crackers. Yeah wasn't quite the same as that that was a bit different that was a bit shorter and a bit different i don't think there were cartoons in that they were story they tell a story but uh, oh they um, used to an animal called rory the lion they used yeah, rory, to sing rory. Him, tell yeah, us rory, a story rory. and um they they did some cut there was the episodes i've seen they've done um i think they covered some famous songs i was kind of surprised i sure they covered a couple of beatles songs and i thought blimey the, the copyright probably wasn't maybe they weren't charging for those sorts of things then mm-hmm. but, uh, <gasps> i just remembered my very first lunchbox in second grade was a banana splits lunchbox <laughs> banana splits are really cool because i like those little buggies they used to drive around it yes sand buggies sand yeah. dune dune buggies that's what they were called dune buggies in October, now we've, as Warren and I have talked about different years, we've come up with mentions of, oh, this was the first time a particular James Bond film was shown. And it, and as time goes on, they get shown a bit quicker and quicker after they were originally in the cinema. Well, um, 28th of October, 1975, ITV shows a James Bond film on British TV for the first time. Mm. So we've, um, it's so we're talking about Dr. No, which by that point was... You know, a good 10, 10 years. 10, yeah. 15, 10, 13 years. Or, yeah. Only so, 62 is Dr. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's uh, yeah, quite a long time. To, uh, and then that became almost like a tradition. But uh, uh, in, in December, the 15th anniversary of the first episode of Coronation Street, uh, 17th of December, uh, the, uh, the Naked Civil Servant, the, which is based on um, the diaries of Quinton Crisp, um and and that's got john hurt in it that's sort of one of the things that hmm. uh, helped rise his him into to fame along with lots of other things but uh and he and they did the sequel to that um what was it was it uh i mean did were they not shy about gay themes or did no, they avoid that no no you can't really with quinton crisp he was no, very <laughs> um he was uh, and um the 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 sequel is called An Englishman in New York because I think that song by Sting was kind of about uh, inspired by by him and they actually called the sequel show Englishman in New York yeah. and, and it's sort of the later part of his life so and, hmm. and John Hurt was still alive then to be to play that be in that half as well well you, uh, the, the Europe the UK the 
you guys were always ahead of us <laughs> in terms of dealing with something like homosexuality. I mean, my God, uh, networks here couldn't touch that stuff until 75, 76. And even then, it was, you know, very cursory. Um, just a couple more. I can I can hear, I almost hear Yetchenko John's footsteps. I'm afraid I think we've been so involved in, in 1975 that we'll, we'll have to, we won't get to get two years in this year, I think. Uh, but that's nice because we've had more, we had Toppy's extra comment, whereas when it's just Warren and I, we, we, we haven't got the American perspective. So it's it's been good to have, have have an extra person so we've taken a bit longer for 75 than usual um we've got the final episode of two death is due part um in uh in, in 17th of december that that was a show that had run from the since the 60s yeah. i think that, we stole it and yes. made it all in the family ah. <laughs> uh, and, and also it's one of those shows that uh the main character was supposed to be very bigoted and dreadful and he was supposed to be a parody of those sorts of people but unfortunately a lot of people at the time thought it was real yeah thought it was real and agreed with the nasty per- person and the actor who played him was not like that at all and 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 so it's it, some of those shows that are like that it, they only really work if the people have got intelligence and um and and um even like in the 90s or whenever it was, they did Ali G. I don't think a lot of people thought that he was supposed to be uh, like uh, ridiculed uh, and and kids would like, sort of think, oh, he's really cool. And it was only when they did the mu- the movie that they kind, it, it was made more clear that no, no, this was supposed to be a parody. This wasn't this was supposed to be taking the mickey out of, 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 uh, of, of people sort of, that's well, that's, that's, of... that's how good a parody is, isn't it? If you can't distinguish between reality being lampooned in life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is a, that you're saying that's a really good piece of work, or your audience is completely stupid. Over here, <laughs> probably the audience is completely stupid. Oh, yeah, you can you can you can put America in that category. Uh, <laughs> that that did happen with Carol O'Connor, who played Archie Bunker in all in the family to a, to a certain extent there were definitely people that were you know saying yeah right on archie and and completely oblivious to people in the audience laughing their asses off of, of about the absurdity of you know uh, it, and they that that went over their head and they just took it like yeah uh archie's really bigoted isn't that great but that that did happen. We we had it was filmed in front of a live audience, and and I think they dispersed a lot of that because they they had the audience reaction, which was laughter, and I think that helped some people understand. Oh, this is you know supposed to be funny. <laughs> the, the the weird thing is one of the last couple of things we have here is is it uh, uh, a kids TV program started on the twenty third of December. It's just it's strange. I think you just wait and start it in January, wouldn't you? But um, the 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 a show called Bod, which was a oh, no. animated animated show, <laughs> um, and and it's one of those ones that there's only like thirteen episodes of, but they just got repeated round and around because. Um, and it was bad, B-O-D? B-O-D, yeah. Uh, there were all these characters. Bod was genderless. Ah. It was genderless. And um, you, it was quite interesting. They had a, quite a, a collection of characters that went with Bod. 
and one of the younger members of work, because I, I was whistling the Bod theme tune, my sergeant went, Bod, and somebody went, who the heck's Bod? And he <laughs> said, oh, this is a kid's program during the 70s and 80s. Uh, and they went, no, I, I, no, I'm too young. I'm, I, I was born, you know, 20 years ago. And they're like, what's the best way to describe Bod? And I said, Bod is genderless, hairless. <laughs> oh. So you couldn't define them from gender. And it was supposed to encompass, I was being big and clever, and said it's supposed to encompass the whole of the audience so everybody can identify with Bod as being them mm-hmm. uh, because there's nothing definable about Bod. So they would like, be like a, a round head and a triangular body mm. and arms and legs. And this so, was animated? And this was, yeah, yeah it was basic. Um, very basic animation and it was very popular but, because it had a very cheerful up beat theme tune i think and you hmm. could whistle it and if but, you could whistle a theme tune then it's always going to be popular but each hmm. character had his own little theme tune so the only one i can remember top of my head is this one you'll have to tell me which this one is um Warren. It was, was that the piece was that the that piece? was pc copper yes yeah. uh, the policeman <laughs> but you had um is it aunt Flo? aunt Flo, yeah and she oh, had dear. sort of a saxophone <laughs> uh, and then you had the post Frank postal postman. worker, yeah, Farmer Barleymo, Farmer Barleymo, who never got off his tractor. He <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> fell into his tractor. And there was there was always a, a segment with Alberto Frog and his amazing animal band, um, <laughs> and you had a little story, and and then yeah, it always yes, yeah. yes, it always ended with. Um, he, at the end of the story had to uh alberto choosing a different flavor of milkshake and the audience had to guess <laughs> what flavor um what flavor is he going to have today it's strawberry flavor it's oh. human blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was when he got axed but, but uh, yeah there was so it only really ran from december 75 to march 76 and then then we saw it every week for 100 years um, <laughs> yeah, it felt like it it became one of those sort of iconic kids programs that you that would always sit in the back of your head and everybody would go if you as soon as you said bod everybody would whistle the theme tune <laughs> hello everybody it's me yeti uncle john yeti uncle john just stand in the corner we've got one more fact to do oh hi yeti uncle john Hi. Oh, Toppy Smelly, Hello, Go on then, Paul. Yeah, well, I just the last thing for 1975, uh, as part of the Christmas Day highlights, BBC One screens, and this talking about like it being 13 years since Doctor No was uh, at the cinemas. Well, this is this is quite. I, I'm surprised it took this long. The BBC screens the UK television premiere of. The 1939 MGM fantasy musical, The Wizard of Oz. Oh. Um, so, so it took, uh, and apparently yeah. after that, it was shown almost every year until the, into the 90s. Um, I've never seen the end of it. I've always fallen asleep <laughs> halfway through it. Are you serious? I'm serious. I have never seen the end of The Wizard of Oz because you, you usually would be after, um, it'd be in the afternoon after the, they had the Queen's speech. Of course, we'd have had our Christmas lunch by then and we're all sat around watching TV and it. it you, I usually go at the same point. And well, that tell, is, me, tell me which point. <laughs> that's where, where they take asleep? They fall. I fall asleep when they rip all the straw out of the stra- out of the um, <laughs> scarecrow, oh, and no, I don't know the monkeys. rest. <laughs> By the monkeys, yes. Oh, and no. at that point, I'm flat out asleep because I've had a heavy lunch. 
<laughs> I've but, never seen the end. Well, but, no but, spoilers, Paul. Don't tell him. But, but I well, ha- no, to be honest with you, it's on my shelf. But, I've got it. <laughs> I have actually had to go and buy it. But, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I saw you wear your ruby slippers last time we went out for a drink, Warren. There's you, no place like home. No. There is no place. And I tell you what, I cannot balance too well in those slippers. Oh, no. <laughs> um, apparently, the, uh, uh, the the world television premiere of, of Butch, Custody and the Sundance Kid that, that Christmas Day as well. <laughs> that was more recent. That was 69. So, so yeah, I don't know why they waited such a long time for Doctor No, but they, they, they were only six years late with Butch Cassidy. But. Hmm. Um, anyway, well, that, that's been interesting. Get the Uncle John, you can talk now. Oh, thank you very much. I just wanted to tell you that uh, we need you over at the, uh, the, the Magpie Hub for the doing stuff at the, the, the Bickerbrack doodah thing. Oh, yeah, the Bickerbrack. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, they're doing stuff. So um, are people showing up? Yeah, it's a few people. Oh, I can't I can't stay for too long because, uh, you, know, you know, the Magpie eggs, the Magpie eggs. Yes, yes, I know. They've not hatched yet. No, no, they have not hatched yet. But I think it could it could happen any day. Well, 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 I can understand. Um, didn't you want us to try something? Yes, yes, guys. I wanted. To Is try it legal? My, it, well, you know, it's my new toothpaste. Oh, it, uh, oh no! It's it. Some people say it's a little bit cheesy, but oh, I think mm. it's it, it, just you wait and see. Your your teeth will sparkle like gems. Yeah. It smells like feet. It does smell like feet, I didn't like to say, but that is really vintage. What's all this whispering? Nothing. Don't, don't worry, nothing, they keep, nothing, they keep doing that. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Look, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's very nice. I just want you to try it. Tell me what you think. Go brush, brush your teeth. Go on, go on. Do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> it is very cheesy, uh, I think, John. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, look, mm. if you... Why can't you? It's nice. It's nice. Yes. I'm, I'm putting mine on a cracker. <laughs> I was going to say, look, I think you should face it, if you have job. This would be better on a cracker, and I think you'd sell more. Oh, are you sure? I was certain it would be toothpaste. I've been inventing a new toothbrush, which isn't quite, you know, ready for trialing yet. But okay, but it. <laughs> It's just a spoon, Yeti Uncle John. It's just a spoon. Oh, dear. It's not it's... dissolving either. Oh, look, uh, perhaps I won't be able to get any uh, sold this time, but... Uh, no, no, it... I, I, I applaud your inventiveness. You're yeah. trying, and it's it's all good. Yeah people, often, yeah, people often say, oh, I'm trying, but... Yeah, oh, you should dear. have seen um, Edison's version of this <laughs> lit up a whole room it did yeah <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, just uh, disappointing anyway i suppose we'll have to go over to the uh, to the to, to, to the magpie hut paul you, you're gonna have to play some music we, we can't get over there in in in, in no oh, time get your instrument out yep That's okay yes we'll, we'll, look we'll play some we'll play some music and when we wow. when we um, know you could make such fine tunes with a, such a small instrument We'll put some music on, and then when you can, we come back, we'll be at the Bickerbrack sale. Is right. um is is uh, uh, Coconut Jim there yet, Uncle John? Yes, yeah. Actually, um, but both Coconut Jims are there. Well, oh. that, what? That shouldn't happen. They shouldn't be in the same room at the same time, surely. 
well, you know, it's just it's just how it happens. I asked one of them to come along, and then uh, the other one, uh, the time they got the timings wrong. I thought, anyway, they, you might see both of them at the same time. Just pretend they're the same person. It's ah, fine. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. But play some music, and we'll be and we'll be there. <sighs> Looking forward to this. <laughs> Copies for um, for lasagna later. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I bring the garlic bread. Ooh, I bring the trifle. Oh, we shouldn't trifle about a trifle. <laughs> I love a trifle. I haven't had trifle in ages. Love trifle. Any particular trifle you like? Um, I quite like. I, I mean, nothing wrong with the strawberry one, but I quite like those ones. Sometimes you get from our Spencer's where it's more berries than well yeah. I mean no strawberries berry but like what's, uh, your best, what's your best bit of the trifle uh, I like probably the custard yeah say it say it yes the custard, yeah. <laughs> custard it's yeah. the custard nobody else likes anything else it's just an excuse to eat the custard and there's never enough custard or and the whipped cream on top yeah and, and sometimes yeah. sometimes you even have I even remember I used to sometimes have a, a scoop or two of ice cream as well as oh little devil <laughs> yeah I was, I was willing you to say custard because it's the only reason I uh, uh, eat one is because of the custard there was something on, on I don't know why I don't just buy custard yeah well there was something on Twitter today was like if you could only eat one like dessert the rest of your life what, what would you choose and although I do like things like and I had a really nice we went to a pub uh, in Alderbury my mum's birthday Oh, just outside Salisbury. Yeah, the green, the green dragon. Um, and I, I not only did I have a nice chicken leek and ham pie uh, with veggies and chips, uh, with good good gravy, but um, I also had a very nice crumble, and it was rhubarb and apple crumble, which Ooh, is nice. I mean, that's an odd crumb- mixture, actually. You either have one or the other, don't you? Yeah, and I, I would probably rather have rhubarb crumble over apple crumble, but it was nice to have the mix. And there was a really big portion as well. Sometimes you that's go to places, and, well, me too, but they were quite, you know, um, decent. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, well, but the thing is, both of those things... I, a few years ago, um, you go to a pub and, and they were just doing these pies where it would be like um, a, a puff pastry top, which is yeah. you know, just you can't really eat it because it's so puffed up. You, you have to sort of smash it down to its crumbs, and then really, basically, it's just a casserole with a puff, yeah. puff pastry top. Yeah, and they uh, they hardly put anything in it as well. Yeah, and there's no base because it's in a like a little dish, um, so that's not a pie. That, that's I'm very hungry now. <laughs> well, we're all coming around to your place for this. Yeah. But yeah, we were, we were just talking about the meal I had when we went out for my mum's birthday. And the, the, the thing about apple crumble or, or those sorts of things, a few years ago, you'd go to a pub and they would, they just, they wouldn't cook it as a, because as a, there's usually like a, 
a, a crumble topping and it's all cooked together and the juices all mix into it and the crumble top goes all nice and brown and and, and then sometimes you were finding though in pubs a few years ago they just basically cooked some stew fruit uh, and then perhaps do like a crumble like almost like sprinkle some crumble topping which wasn't properly which wasn't cooked or browned or anything and it was just a very cheap way of doing a crumble but it wasn't the real thing um and i think perhaps some of those the same with the pies and the puff pastry i think people have probably said yeah i don't really want i want to if i have a pie i want a a proper pie with a proper casing and and if i have a crumble i want it to be all cooked as one one thing and it seemed we seem to have got through the horrible stage of the people trying to do it on the cheap and not um, and it not being very good because people kind of go yeah not what it's not what i thought i was you know if you're going to pay that much you don't want to pay that you don't want to you know you, don't, you want a nice dinner you don't want a, a, a something that they've cut prices on yeah uh, do you do you call do you guys ever call your your kind of crumble cobbers brown betty's is that is that a word that's ever used i don't think i've heard that i've heard cobblers which i don't think like that's, a, that's think, more of a northern term, I think, cobblers, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. that's kind that's of usually like, more of a biscuit. It's more oh, yeah. of a, uh, cobblers are more of a biscuit. Oh, is it? Not, yeah. not a crumble. But uh, uh, I suppose we ought to stop nattering because I think we ought to be helping with the. Uh, I know we said we were just stopping for a quick tea break, but uh, it does seem there's quite a lot of people who've come to this bric a brac sale. I'm, I'm quite pleased for. Because um, we're having to sort of not explain to. I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he, you know he hasn't shown his face. I don't think he realises that the money we're raising today is going to go towards him. We have we've just said we're doing it for a charity. We haven't said it's actually for. A, oh, for a am I am I supposed to not tell him about this? Oh, no, don't tell him on the way back. Okay, because so, um, right. um, uh, we, we we'll do. What, I mean, um, we, we're sort of we we we've got at least a month before his contract runs out. Um, but not much more. But you know, he's just playing hard to get. I'm sure he 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 won't leave us. But mm-hmm. um, uh, I wonder, where's, where's, I wanted to I wanted to introduce um, Coconut Jim. But uh, hello, hello, oh. hello, hello, hello! Look at me, I'm Coconut Jim. I'm tall and slim, and look at the thing, I'm Coconut Jim. Oh my uh, goodness, hello. Uh, Hello. Wow, I bounce up and down and go, hello. Uh, oh, it's lovely lovely to, to, to meet you. Uh, this is I my friend... I just escaped from a musical show. This is my friend Toppy. Uh, he's hi, Toppy. Uh, hi. Toppy. Hi. And, then he, and here's my friend, Warren. Oh, Warren seems to have gone. Um, I think he's I'm not, just going... I'm hiding over here. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> um, well, uh, it's, it's all going, it's all good fun, isn't it, uh, Jim? <laughs> Should it I is, find? it is. Hi. Oh, I can't stand still. Can't stand still. <laughs> He's so bouncy, Pa. <laughs> yeah, I'm flexible and bouncy. Well, I'm yeah. looking at Jim. Do bounce, do bounce off, and uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> oh, bye bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, I'm yeah. coconut Jim. I'm off my plane. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know if you know about coconut Jim. Um, uh, Toppy, he, he was a cellmate of um, Yeti Uncle John's in. Well, you, you didn't meet him, I suppose, when you went to Shane Jail that time. Uh, no, I didn't meet him, but I. Now that you uh, mentioned, I do remember Yeti Uncle John talking yeah. about him. As but I didn't. I didn't know he was that jumpy. 
Yeah. Sorry, I was helping an old lady in the rummage sale. That's all right. That's she all right. couldn't get her hands on something. Uh, she probably did after you came. To, you showed up, had some young gentlemen. But uh, oh dear, I don't know where everybody. Oh, here just here comes Cromarty. Hi, Cromarty. How are you doing? Oh, hello, Toffee. Hello, Warren. It's good. Yes, I'm doing Hi, well. Uh, uh, it, it's all great. Lot nice that so many people have shown up. Yeah, you've got good weather for it, considering it's only, well, it's, it's not properly, it's not, we're not in that far into April, I think. Mm. Yeah, where, where did you get all this stuff, anyways? Yeah, it's Well, I mean, if you look closely, some of it's knockoff stuff. Yes, a lot of knockoff, knockoff comics and, uh, you know, merchandising the Ditty Uncle. People are buying it, though. I, I, think it's, I think it's because you're here, Toppy. A celebrity is in our midst. Oh, <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least people are buying things. Um, have you seen Ick? No, I, I don't think he's showing his face. Well, he brought... Because, uh, I don't know if you know, Toppy was um, uh, coming over to record, uh, and he was supposed to be here about two, and, and he, he showed up. And then I had I had Warren booked for four for, for this, and, uh, I mean, uh, Toppy was going... To, was going to stay for this event but we were going to record something else first and it delivered him two hours late and well it's been fine we've had a lovely time chatting but uh, yeah. oh dear i'm sorry that he's causing this trouble i know it's just you know. hello lads hello oh. how are we oh co- coconut oh. jim i'm coconut jim he's coming oh you've got a fine grass there lad a fine grass uh, it's good to see you, Coconut oh, Jim. Uh, Are you enjoying... Paul, Paul, is he related to the uh, other? I'll explain, I'll explain in a moment. Okay. Um, nice to see you, Coconut Jim. Um, Hi, lad. Is, good to see you, you too. You're being very helpful with this. Uh, I am. It's nice get of you me to hands, Get my hands in places they should be. I think, okay. uh, I think it's Uncle John um, appreciates you being here because, as you know, he's an expectant... Uh, um, is this is this the famous Toppy Smelly? Oh, yeah. sorry, I hadn't introduced you. Yes, Toppy, Toppy, I've got. Uh, could you sign my autograph? Just, just where it says, "I promise to pay the bearer of this check." Just okay. sign at the bottom for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> lovely lad, lovely. I'll fill the rest in. And this is what? Oh, where's what? Oh. <laughs> Warren was here a minute ago. You've met Warren, I'm sure. Um, but, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I expect you have to run along. <laughs> uh, more, more sort of wheel myself along these days, but yeah. Oh, right. Right. Mm. Well, it's, thanks it's, for it's, helping. It's great, to, it's great to meet the personality of Toppy Smelly. Great oh, to meet you, man. Oh, firm you. grasp, firm grasp. That, uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, that's not his hand. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, Sorry, did he squeeze you in there very well? No, it's fine. <laughs> Paul, oh, where, where do you find these nutballs? I mean, these it, find This people. is nothing to do with me. This has is he to gone? do with. Yes, he has. Oh. This is to do with. Uh, this is Yeti Uncle John. Um, yeah. I mean, Warren and I first realised this was happening. Well, Cromarty. Uh, um, where's, where was Cromarty? He was here a minute ago. I think he's had to go off again. Um, Cromarty um, first brought it to our attention um, earlier this year that he bumped into Yeti Uncle John in a supermarket with Yeti, with, with uh, Coconut Jim. The one, the first one we met, and then later in the day, he bumped into uh, him again, and he was the second one. And it turns out, well, this is why it's a bit strange today. Hi, I'm Coconut Jim. Hello, I'm Coconut. What are you doing over there? Over there? Like, no, 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 Coconut Jim. You don't want to be doing that, Coconut Jim number mm. one. Oh, look at me up and down, up and down. I'm the green goddess. <laughs> no, oh, bye. Come here, lad. Oh, I don't know what it is about him. It, I, I just don't know what it is about. I just don't know what it is about. Coconut Jim number one. 
he ah. just he's me alter ego and ever since i had that accident he's appeared all the knowledge <laughs> to be like that and he does story. a very poor irish accent too uh, well run along run along i'm sure there's lots of things to be done <laughs> uh, top, top, uh, I, yeah. this is not the story that i heard the story i heard was that that um i think that I thought, the story i heard was that uh, the character like only did part time and mm-hmm. so there was a different actor playing him in the second half of the episode okay. but I guess that I guess that's the story behind the scenes story I shouldn't have mentioned that so I think the, the alter ego is the official line well, and, it is the April. Truth, we don't know what yeah. the truth is in April no I know I, I, it could be April Fool for all I know um, oh but, yeah but, but, but the thing is yeah so the official story is an alter ego in truth I heard that the actor only can only do the more but to have them both here together I don't understand it. Look, even I don't understand some things that happen on my show. Okay, because I sure don't. No, it's fine. I mean, I'm, only, I'm a recent newcomer. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, things things go a bit crazy on the smellcast. But I mean, I know recently we've been pushing pushing the, the extent of uh, of just how um, weird things are. But yeah, yeah, yeah. John, how's it going? Oh, hi, uh, uh, hello, guys. We saw, uh, I've just had a phone call from Sniffy Martin. Uh, his pony's got a puncher, so him and Tallulah aren't going to show up. I was hoping that uh, uh, that you'd uh, get to meet Reginald Pipes, but uh, uh, I think, hmm. well, I think uh, uh, Toppy would... Top, oh, Warren, I don't know if you've heard, uh, Toppy did a, a splendid job quite recently at our magpie naming ceremony. He was our efficient, no, efficient. He was the person, the guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was me, Warren. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, I don't know if you know. I, I, I think you named the. You, you must have named these ones. Uh, the the mother and father of my little eggs. Not uh-huh. that my eggs, but I'm like the guardian. Uh, it was Cynthia and Johnny Boy. They're they're oh, the mother and father. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. But uh, oh. how many eggs? Six. 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 Uh, uh, you must come. And, is, must come and have a look. You must come and have a look. Makes a good omelet. What? Uh, what? No. The, Warren's already done that joke. You can't. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't hear any jokes about eating eggs. We could put we could put some of the toothpaste in the middle of the omelette. <laughs> Stop that now. Um, look, listeners, I think we're going to have to go soon because we've been talking all about TV and and there's this whole business here going on and and uh, and you the bric a brac and bric a brac and, and omelettes and Ick will be wanting to take Toppy home at some point, but. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, but, but uh, you've got to come and see the eggs before 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 you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to yeah, see the eggs. Okay, yeah, okay. We well, got to see the eggs. Well, we can run the theme music. We can run the end theme music, and you know oh, yeah. we always have those bits after the theme music. Yeah. So we'll meet the eggs in um, uh, one of them. One of them. That that, that sounds like a perfect. One of, one of the many endings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, listeners, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening, and thanks to to Warren, and thanks to Toppy, and yeah, and thanks yeah, to well, everybody thank you else. For inviting and, us. And yeah, I'm, I'm, it's interesting. It's nice that you've both been here at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you've been on Chatterbox episodes, but uh, I think it's worked out fortuitously. We, I thought I was going to get two episodes, but in, but in fact, to have you both in the same episode is, is equally as nice. So um, yeah. I'll keep those plot lines for another episode, Toppy. We've, oh, we've got right. a whole stack for you. Uh, and and uh, uh, don't worry, we got the whole year left. 
yes, yes. Although it's April Fool's Day, or close well, to about it. it, yes. Or it's uh, near Easter. Nearly halfway yeah. through uh, the year. Yeah. Well, it will be before we know it, but uh, I wonder how many episodes I've done at this point. Uh, probably about a thousand or something. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, we're going to say goodbye, but we'll be back. We'll be back. We just want to creep over to the Magpie Hut. Uh, yeah, make sure you creep. Don't go scaring them. Oh, no, all right. We won't. We won't. Right. I think we should do that tippy toe sound effect from Scooby yeah. Doo. Yeah, yes. we have that. Yes. We have that. I love that. Let's do it. Just a minute, guys. Where are you going? Oh, oh. It, it, oh. um we were just going to go over to the magpie hut. Well, I have, I have an appointment. I need to take Toppy's Mary home. Oh, oh. Uh, are you sure, Ick? I I was going to see the eggs, but, but I guess if you got it, well. No, no, it's fine. Um, no, you can go and see them, but um, go back to the spaceship and uh, we'll have to go in about ten minutes. Oh, oh, oh ten minutes. Well, that, 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 that would be fine. Yeah, that, 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 that's enough time to see the eggs. Okay. Uh, all right, then. What, what is this thing? It's just a charity. I told you. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, just a, ch- a charity fundraiser. Oh, maybe I would buy some uh, scones or something. Oh, well, scones. Scones, scones, scones. Yes, all right. Um, uh, good to see you, Warren. Just give me ten minutes. Yes, I'll see you back at the station. Okay. Oh, dear, oh dear. Shapers. Um, it's a bit strung out there. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we'll, 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 we've got time to... We'll, we'll, we'll head for the Magpie Hut. In, in, in the time that we're doing that, we've still got the last bit of the show and there's always the possibility of another weeny a smaller bit even after that so we've got plenty yeah. of time to do yeah. a little bit more yeah. so um, it's the but, last uh, last uh, most people do one curtain call at the end no, no, we have to we have encores and not here uh, Warren not we get, here. they get a large portion of us yeah <laughs> um, let's 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 keep tiptoeing over and I can hear the theme music coming so let's tiptoe over Quick to run the, before it reaches us over to the magpie hut Uh, Back in a minute, listeners. Why, why, why? Well, they look like they're made of china. Hmm. No, they're not made of china, they're real. <laughs> don't tap them. No, don't tap that's them. That's very a... That's no. china. No, it's not china. It is. Are you sure they're not bed-warming eggs? No, oh, they're, yeah. they're not. No, mm. I think they're... It's because they're about to... They're, they're, we're we're, 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 we're quiet, we don't want to scare them. Um, Cynthia will be furious um, it's because they are due to hatch that's they've got that shiny sheen because any minute they're going to they're going to open up i think they're made of china i, I only got 10 minutes yeah uncle john is there any way you can you know move this back? i think we could i don't think we could expect them to oh just a minute look i swear that one moved <laughs> look 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 there's a little Ooh. thing look look it's a break oh, oh my goodness it's happening it's work oh, Wow. It's the new, it's the new show from Hot Wild Kingdom. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's, 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 it
What's going on? What's going? Oh my goodness! The babies are waking up. Yeah, well, they're hatching. It's called hatching. Oh, oh, oh they they uh, they're definitely magpies. They're not eagles. And they're yawning and stretching. Oh, yeah. they're very cute. Ah. Okay. I, I can't believe it, guys. I can't, I can't believe it. I feel oh, congratulations. Like, Have you. a cigar. Thank you. I feel like a proud, proud daddy. Well, I guess because I am. Well, at least I'm a, a guardian. At least, I mean, I'm not a physical father, obviously. But, uh, oh, oh, oh. So, young John, I'm so proud of you. We are. Oh, it's well, lovely, though. Oh, but it's heartwarming. By the time uh, you come back, Toppy, they'll be. Uh, they'll, 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 well, you better see them next time you're over. You'll better see yeah. how much they've changed. I oh, was so good that it, what a coincidence that it happened um, on, on, on the day that you were visiting. It's yes, it really is. It really this is. This is our little house on the prairie moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's all we can all roll down the hill together now. Uh, oh my, enjoy oh, that. Goodness, I, I hope the rogue dogs don't eat. eat it. Oh, never mind. But, no, no, please. But I'm quite up for rolling down a hill with the Etienne uh, and, and and with Warren, for that matter. And with Toppy, for that matter. Uh, no, for that matter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, um, we're just going, listeners, we're just going to um, admire these little uh, chicks as that it's happening in front of us. I'm sorry you can't see it, but, uh, you know, that's just how it goes. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Oh, well, it's, it's, an, uh, the, it's an amazing, amazing nature. In, in, yeah, they're, they're terribly ugly, aren't they? <laughs> they're, oh, they're they're Do they ever get fluffy? They're beautiful, I love them. Oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, Toppy, you'll have to help. They've been put through a car wash, don't they? Toppy, you'll, oh, have, you'll, you'll have to help name them. You'll have to come back next time and name these oh. ones. Oh, all right, okay. You see if a fox doesn't get them. <laughs> Probably. I can't believe yeah. you said that. Well, I'll make sure a fox doesn't get them. Oh, oh dear. I think it's about time. We'll just... Is it nature that's enough. That's, that's enough. Oh, dear. i got to go now. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. That's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow, really? No kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> yes, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Oh, well, and I expect you're going to have to go soon, but it's, it's nice that you've come with, come, you know, it was escort. A it was a pleasure meeting Toppy again. It's yeah. always a pleasure meeting Toppy. Yeah. Toppy, you're here, good. Warren. Yeah, you're, um, I suppose you, you better get on that ship, though, because uh, 
Um, <laughs> Ick is I've got my hanky. I've got my hanky out to wave yes, Toppy goodbye. You off. Oh, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll look for that. <laughs> what colour hanky? What colour hanky? Anyway, um, um, it's then. got. Oh no! I don't want that one. No, no, no. stuck together. I'll have the polka dot one. I'll wait for the polka okay. dot. Yeah, I can never remember what that means, but anyway. Oh, uh, well. Jesse, Ick, I'm coming! Okay, he's really getting impatient. Come on, hurry up! Okay. He's, he's coming, we're just saying goodbye. Okay, well, 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 bye, Paul. Thanks for having me. Thanks, uh, Warren, Toby. good to bye. see you again. And you, uh, take care. Safe journey. Great to see uh, you. Uh, bye, as always. Bye, <laughs> Okay, I'm coming! Dear. <laughs> I do sometimes think maybe he needs a break from the show not Toppy but uh, maybe Ick needs a break from the show because he's getting a bit demanding isn't he he doesn't uh, just understand it but uh, anyway well oh there they go uh, oh, oh, that's fast he's taking the fast take off isn't he yeah where he's off I don't I don't, I don't I don't think he's got any I don't you know I don't necessarily believe him he's even got a uh, um, uh, you know other, other business well, 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 it's, 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 hey guys, it's, 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 it clapped without me. He was such oh, a call him back, would you? Call him back, God Almighty! I'll just call him. Uh, he's not. He's not picking up. Toppy, you might just have to stay here. No. We, might, we might just have to stay here and do some oh, more recording. Do you have to get? Do you have to get back? I mean, this is a disaster. No, it's fine. All right, we'll sort something out. Yeah, please. Oh, there. Oh dear. Uh, sorry, this is, we've got to sort this out. So, uh, uh, more next time. I'm terribly sorry about this topic. It's all right. We're pretending to We'll fix it in public. Hmm. You know, I, have, I haven't been on Paul the Shy Yeti's uh, little podcast for a long time. Hmm. I don't know. I'm flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Oh, Paul. He's so sweet. Sincerely. There's no pressure. I'm terrified at doing these. No, you're not. I am. I'm genuinely terrified at doing these. It's easy to do a podcast. This is more difficult. <laughs> this is silly. This is theatre. Exactly. I've never been an actor, oh, so I'm not not well. I have all my life, but um, I've never been an actor. Oh, and you're both professionals.
since we've got a bit of extra material here, we've got an extra scene, but I need to kind of explain about it. Originally, this episode was going to be recorded in late December, and it was just going to involve Warren. And I recorded the first 15 minutes, but then we didn't actually get to record the Warren part of the episode, so it was postponed uh, until January. Listening back to it now, there were some things in it that are slightly out of date, like Cromarty still being on good terms with Milo and things like that. Only small things. But anyway, when we reconvened and began recording the episode again in January, it was on the same day that I was meant to be recording with Toppy. But uh, things there didn't quite go to plan. So suddenly I found that... Um, I was supposed to be recording one episode with Toppy, followed straight on by an episode with Warren. Well, in the end, Toppy was available at the same time as Warren, so we combined their two guest cameos into one episode. And I postponed the episode I was going to do with Toppy and brought him into the episode that you've just heard um, about the Easter market. Fast forward a few more months and I want to edit it. I find I've got that original 15 minutes which has quite a lot of nice conversation in it, but which doesn't quite fit with um, what I've recorded with Toppy and Warren. Plus the fact that I'd already done a, a second introduction when I'd recorded in January. But I didn't want to throw it away because, as I say, there's some quite nice banter and stuff about um, Yeti Uncle John's um, uh, toothpaste. And, well, uh, you don't need to listen to this if you don't want to. But here is the first 15 minutes, the original first 15 minutes of this episode, before I came back and started afresh. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much all new material and stuff I didn't necessarily repeat, um, or not quite in the same way anyway. So, anyway, have a listen, and we'll see you again soon. So, yes, it'll all sort of stop just before Warren's supposed to arrive. Yeah, it's, as I say, nearly 15 minutes worth. Okay, have a listen. Another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with Paul the Shyetti. How are you doing? All right. Yes. So, what's this episode about? Um, well, it's about um, Yeti Uncle John. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, it seems to be something I say quite a lot. My voice falls. <laughs> I'm wary of, of of telling you more, but uh, yeah. So is he up to his old tricks? Well, kind of. But this episode isn't just about Yeti Uncle John. It's uh, also, um, well, we've got a special guest who, uh, well, I called in because, you know, when Yeti Uncle John gets out of control, this this guest is the best person to call to, you know, bring him to line. Uh, no, it's not Toppy Smelly. 
Toppy seems to have the opposite effect. Uh, Toppy ends up falling in line with Yeti Uncle John. But uh, no, our guest today, well, I'll tell you um, more about that after we run the theme music. So yes, let's let's run that theme music. So, listeners, yes, um, the episode's all about Yeti Uncle John. It's about, well, he turned up on our doorstep the other day. Um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> spoke to um, Cromarty and I. And, uh, oh, dear, oh, dear. Have a listen. Paul, have you heard anything from Eek? Um... No, no. You know, it's, uh, you know, getting closer. Closer? Getting closer? Yes, to the end of his contract. Only about a month left. Yes, yes, we, we're approaching Easter, I guess. Uh, uh, that's early April this year. Um, yes, his contract runs out at the end of the month. Well, I haven't addressed it. I haven't approached him. Um, I haven't... Uh, you know, I am keep hoping that something will happen which will change his mind. So I'm hoping that we leave it to the last minute and don't go on about it. Yes, well, I still think you should let him go. Oh, Cromarty, don't say that. Well, I, I do. Oh, well, you, you might be right. Hello, guys. What's going on? Uh, it's Uncle John. We were just talking about Ick and his contract. Oh, yes, is he going to stay? I don't know, I don't know. Oh, well, Uh, don't sit there looking depressed. I've uh, I've got an announcement to make. Oh, really? Yes, I'm hoping you'll be free tomorrow to come to uh, my little market, Easter market. You're doing an Easter market? Yes, yes, I've got lots of products. Lots of lovely Easter products that I'm hoping to 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 to, to sell, and uh, you know I'm hoping there'll be things you'll like. Oh yes, like what? Uh, like this, for instance. It's a lovely new toothpaste. Toothpaste? Is is this a toothpaste you've made? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I know. I mean, not with my own fair hands, but uh, look, it gives you a bright, clear smile. Yeah. Teeth do look very bright, but there's a there's a, there's a bit of a strange smell. <laughs> Don't be rude, Paul. No, but there is there is no no. It, it's just a toothpaste smell. It's nice. Uh, I'll I'll leave uh, I'll leave you with a free sample. Where is this um, Easter market? So out by the Magpie Hut. I called Bettina in August. Uh, I did leave a message with Ick. I didn't actually speak to him, but I mean. <laughs> Magpie Hut's in view of his spaceship, so hopefully he'll wander over. Um, I called Martin and Tallulah. Tallulah's very keen to uh, to, uh, to to come over. Um, uh, I suppose you must know about she and Reginald. Are they dating or something? Yes, that's what I heard. Yes, they are. Oh, oh, I don't know what to think about it. She's a bit, you know... She says that Madame Bettina, um, you know, predicted the future and said that she'd be having a, a, a lovely love life with a, a man whose name begins with R and she's obsessed with it must be Reginald. Well, I mean, maybe she's right. I mean, they get on well, don't they? Well, they do, but oh, I'm just a bit concerned, that's all. Yidi Uncle John, you're just concerned that uh, he will move into her 
music school and you'll lose your 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 um your right hand man. Oh yes. Well I'm a little bit worried about that, I must admit. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine, yes, Uncle John. I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine. Um he he's very loyal to you. I'm sure even if he did move in with her that he he'd come back and help you with the magpie heart if you if you really need help. Oh I'm busy I'm busy so much at the moment with the taxis. There's so much going on. So many, you know, people want to drive them around, including you lot. Y- yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, well, uh, well, you, you'll get to meet Coconut Jim uh, tomorrow if you come to the market. Oh, uh, yeah? Coconut Jim is going to be helping at the Easter market? Well, it was all his bright idea, I must say. You know, he supplied a lot of the stock. <sighs> Has he now? A lot of the stock supplied by Coconut Jim. You sure it's not knockoffs, stolen stuff? Poor, that's a dreadful thing to say. Oh, poor Coconut Jim. He's just trying to help us out, trying to cheer up our dull and boring lives. I don't know, Paul. If you're going to have an attitude like that, maybe you shouldn't come. No, no, it's fine. Is it okay if I invite, uh, you know, some guests of my own? Of course, Paul. Well, the more the merrier. I mean, it won't just be people you know. Are people I've invited, and yeah, it's like a it's it's just an Easter market. You've been having quite a lot of events at your Magpie Hut recently. Yes, yes, I have. But uh, well, it's very short notice. If I'd have thought, I'd have asked Bettina or or Tallulah if I could have used their gardens. But it's you know, it's very short notice. Most like what you said about the uh, the Magpie naming ceremony. If if you'd have not rushed it. You could have um, d- d- done it somewhere slightly more um, upmarket. Yes, well, I thought the Magpie naming ceremony went very well uh, where it was, so uh, I've no complaints there. Yeah, OK, well, um, well uh, let us know if we can help. Uh, I think uh, Coconut Jim and I have got it all sorted. Um, yeah, two o'clock tomorrow. All right, yeah, get your Easter bargains. All right, we'll be there. Yes, we look forward to it, dear Uncle John. I'll leave you that free gift, by the way. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll ring around some of my friends, see if I can drum you up some business. Yes, I'll do the same. Maybe Milo will come along. Oh, that would be great. Yes, yes. Huh. I guess if uh, Ick shows up, I'll just be polite. Yes, yes. I don't want any fighting. See you around. Yes, see you around, dear Uncle John. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Huh. We should be spending more and more time at the Magpie Hut. Yes, it is the the social hub of uh, the area. <laughs> it is. I can't believe we've got friends with big gardens. Um, Bettina and, and Tallulah have have lovely gardens. Uh, and yet we're out there on the heath by the Magpie Hut, near the M25 motorway. It, it's ridiculous. I, I don't understand it. Paul, um, I was just having a sniff of this toothpaste. I, I, you know, I don't think it is toothpaste. What do you mean? Well, the, 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 you know, the, the sticker on the front, um, it looks like it's been hastily applied. It says, Kapow toothpaste. Kapow toothpaste. Yes, but underneath it says, Primula. Primula? Isn't that cheese spread? Yes, yes, Paul. I think it's Uncle John. Um, well, you know, he's been trying to sell. This is a new brand of toothpaste. 
Well, if he'd been getting all his stuff from Coconut Jim, I'm not surprised. Coconut Jim seems even more dodgy than Yeti Uncle John. Well, you're right. He didn't seem to realise. No, he didn't seem to realise, did he? Oh, dear. Ugh. Well, it does make your teeth white. It did make his teeth white, but that would explain his cheesy breath. Yes, I didn't like to say. He was very cheesy. Oh, dear. Um, I was going to ring round some friends and ask if they come along, but I'm concerned. This blooming Easter market... It's going to be full of knockoffs, isn't it? Yes, I think it will be, Paul. Stuff that has fallen off the back of a wagon or or something. Yeah, Coconut Jim, as usual, leading yet Uncle John astray. I mean, Yeti Uncle John has always been one for selling dodgy T-shirts and comics and knockoffs himself, but now he and Coconut Jim are uh, a double act. It's just going to get worse. I don't want to see our friends ripped off, you know, feeling they have to buy this tat that he's selling. Yes, Paul. So who are you going to ring? Well, there's only one person I can ring. Um, there's only one person that Yeti Uncle John will really listen to. Oh, I think I know who you mean. Yeah, Uncle Warren. I'm going to call Uncle Warren. Get him to come over. Get him to come to the market. He can keep an eye on things. And, you know, if uh, uh, we catch uh, Coconut Jim doing anything dodgy or we see dodgy things uh, for sale, then, well, Uncle Warren will know what to do. Yes, Paula. I mean, uh, I, I think it's the only thing. I think it's the only way that Uncle John will learn. Exactly. We don't want him ending back in shame jail. Or worse, real jail. No, we don't. No, well, um, I'll give Uncle Warren a call. Um, I'll tell him that uh, uh, I want to talk to him about some old TV as well. Um, he likes that. He likes talking about old TV. But he'll, he'll come over. I, I just don't want to make it sound like I'm only calling him because Yeti Uncle John is up to something bad. I'll, pl- I'll play it cool, huh? Yes, Paul, play it cool. Don't let on. But but he, he, but once he's here, he'll help. He'll be fine. Yes, Paul, I know. Uncle Warren is very useful, very helpful. Very helpful, very helpful indeed. Oh, gosh, right, I better go and ring him. Yes, you do that, Paul. Um, listeners, uh, have a listen to some music or something. And when we come back, it'll be tomorrow. And Well, hopefully Warren's free and he'll be here too. Um, okay, uh, back in a moment. <laughs> also, oh, yes. <laughs> this is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. 